and welcome to a very, very, very different episode of Drivel. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular Petroheads. We're your hosts. I'm Mo. And I'm O. Did you forget who you are? And thankfully, today, I don't have you sat right in front of me. No, we're, we're trying something new today. First time for well, listeners. Have so, yes. So, so uh, this could go very badly, potentially. I have no idea how it's going to turn out, but we are, if you can't already tell, recording remotely through the power of technology. Well, it's already started badly with your bullshit about, no, you can't use these headphones. You've got to get these B&O ones. Oh, no, try the Logitech ones. Oh, no, these headphones sound a bit different. No, we've got to sound professional because we're doing it. Oh, no, it doesn't quite sound right. You sound distant. You sound like you're in another country. No, no, you've got to remember, people are going to listen to this shit. And then the fucking disclaimer is going to come in five minutes where you say, we're not professionals. Well, in case you haven't realized, I, I, I find it baffling that I still have to explain the concept of a podcast to you and that podcasts need to be audible. You need to be able to hear them. Yeah, there's Audible. no problem. Yeah, okay, so you so you need to be able to hear them, yes? Yes, and understand and as them. you said, yes, you can hear me. It just seems like you're a bit distant. And then you're going to go on and say, just to let you know, disclaimer here, we're not professionals. I'm glad we're not in the same room. I'd like kick your microphone now at some point or something. Oh, but then it would break and then it won't work. And then we'd be like, oh, no, anyway, yeah. this I can't hear well, you. There is one benefit to this. You've got a microphone literally stuck to the side of your face. So even though you've, <laughs> you've moved so much already in the first 30 seconds, they can still hear you, which is amazing. Can they still hear me? Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, because I'm using my... Yes, because I've had to get my Beats, Dr. Beats headphones out because my headset wasn't good enough for you. <laughs> Do- for, us, for us non-professionals. Dr. Beats. <laughs> is that his name now? Is that it? <laughs> that Dr. Beats? Be, that should be his name. It's Dr. Dre, isn't it, obviously? But you, I think you should oh, call him Dr. Dr. Beats. Oh. I think inadvertently you made quite an intelligent joke there about Dr. Dre because you called him Dr. Beats and he wants uh, beat up T-Boz from TLC. Beat up who? T-Boz from TLC. Who's T-Boz? There you was know, no T-Boz in TLC. What do you think the T stood for? How do you not? <laughs> no, I was... T- you idiot. TLC stood for Tender Loving Care. No, the band TLC, there was T-Boz, Left Eye and Chili. TLC. Okay, fine. Oh, was it T-Boz? Was it yes. T-Boz? Is that yes. what it? Oh, I remember Left Eye Chili. I'd never thought. I'd never really paid the other one. <laughs> Which one was T? You thought her name was like Angela or something. And then you well, I didn't know. I just, know. I, just, I, I just knew who Left Eye was. That's it. Uh, anyway, right. We're not it's like, any, it's like any band. There's only really one person that's ever decent in them. The rest are just there to like, I don't know, Make it leech off the other, leech off the others like you do with me on the podcast. Yes, that's true. I do leech off you with the podcast because uh, yep. otherwise, I'd slide. Otherwise, no one, no one would listen to you. No one would listen to me. No, no. You're getting a... You're getting a but thanks, no listens, no. thankfully, for, if, if, it was, if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be able to listen to you. So as entertaining as you think you might be, they wouldn't no, be able they, to they, they would still be. Oh, I bet I'm you if we recorded, how, if we recorded with my headphones before, not a single person would complain. Actually, has anyone ever complained about the sound quality apart yes, they from have. you? Yeah, they no, have. they haven't. Do you know, it was episode three. Right, where which was actually a really good. Episode. Oh my god, it was our first episode. It wasn't it was first, episode well, three. Episode three. Yeah, where, where we completely fucked up the microphone situation. We did get feedback. No, that's because you fucked. The front. No, we didn't. We did. People don't talk to you about it because they realise you're going to do fuck all in response to it. So it's a wasted conversation. That's why they tell me because I'm the one that's going to do. Something. No, I'm not anyway. going to do anything about it, but it'll just be like, well, don't listen to it then. Anyway, can we get back to drivel? It's been like a month. It'll be over a month by the time this gets released. Since no, you've been, a, you, you've, been a busy, you've been a busy man, haven't you? I've been a busy man. You've been a busy man. Yeah. You, you've got a new job. Well, I've not really been busy. No, to be fair, I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> the, the, you were putting in stupid times, it. like it's 8 o'clock times. and then 10 o'clock in the morning. I was like, forget that. I ain't getting up. I don't get, I don't get up for work. 
at that time. I'm not going to get on a podcast with you. So 8 p.m. is not good for you. 10 a.m. is not good for you. What is good for you? Just so I know for future reference. Uh, probably about 20 minutes before and after lunch. 20 minutes before and after lunch. Okay, cool. So 11.40 to 12.20 is our recording schedule. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not two then. So you can do 20 minutes before lunch, 20 minutes after lunch. Oh, right. So we have to take an intermission in the middle for lunch. We'll have to take lunch. <laughs> Such a fucking princess, aren't you? Anyway, no, in the in the automotive world, what's been going on in the last month or so? It doesn't feel like much, to be honest. Not, to be fair, I don't think anything has been going on. I mean, no. has been, what I don't understand, though, is why higher companies don't have higher cars. Oh, chip shortage. Chip shortage, chip shortage. Supply of new yes, cars. Yes, chip shortage is for new, but you've still got the cars that you've got. Well, I don't know. I can only assume that they've had to, like, return them. because. Let's assume the they work on a three-year life. Assuming they work on a three-year life cycle, yeah, because that's how long your typical lease is with yeah. warranties and stuff like that, yeah. So you got cars that you've had to, so you got, so obviously you'll have cars that are coming to the end of their life cycle, and then you got cars who are like in the middle at the start. So you still got, oh, but actually the ones that go back, they can't replace them, can they? But surely they could extend them, but then I guess they wouldn't do that because then, brilliant. Do you know what I like about this rates. I basically stay quiet, and then you ask the questions and answer the questions, and then you basically... That's what I mean. There's no need to do this podcast, really. You just, you just leech off me, really. You talking but to yourself. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, but actually, yeah, that's why. There you go, then. And but I guess more people are going back to the office. Why, why are higher cars of a concern to you, anyway? Oh, because I need them for work, don't I? When I have to go somewhere. How often is that? Once every uh, six weeks? No, no, it's quite... Yeah, quite free. Well, I don't know. We've had a couple of sessions where I need it, and... Um, needed them a few times now. I got one the first time round, you know. Um, but I had I needed one yesterday. I couldn't get it. But so you've had to be driving your own car. What are you driving at the moment? Then you still have the Range Rover and the three series. Uh, no, no, I don't have the I don't have the yeah yeah yeah. Still, so got the Rangey and got the three series at the moment. I'm just being a bit lazy with getting it on the market. To feel I've got it all sorted in that, but just being a bit lazy with getting on. It's a bit it's a bit quiet at the moment as well. Market's a bit strange um, still. I mean, I've noticed. Yeah. That- Prices are starting to drop a little bit, um, and I don't know if that's fueled by the fact that people just don't have money anymore because they're spending it all on electricity and food. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. So I got I got the bumper sprayed and that on it last week, and so on the on the E ninety two. So that's already now. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get her ready on Sunday, give her a clean. I guess patients just get it up, get it advertised, get it sold um, before whilst people can maybe still afford to put petrol in it. Because petrol's going up like, like a yeah. motherfucker. Do you know what, though? It's going up, but it doesn't seem to be stopping people. Well, because... Now, whether that's they don't have fuel. a choice, or, I mean... Yeah, they don't have no, a choice. I don't, I don't really, you can't really turn around to work and say, sorry, I can't afford the petrol, so I'm not coming in. But at the same time, you should be like, you should be like, listen, the cost has just gone up. I'm not getting paid anymore. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like the government, the government, the government mileage rebate is still the same as what it was, like 35p or something? uh 45 pmr yeah 45 feet but that's been that's been the case for like 10 years maybe longer well yeah longer than 10 years yeah true but i guess I, the price has gone up gradually yeah now it's just boom 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 so oh, i know the- i i i i started working in 2007 and in 2007 it was still 45 pmr fuel in 2007 oh, was i i think i can't remember exactly but probably about 70 or 80 p a liter so it's more than yeah i remember i remember for some reason i remember it i remember 77 p a liter yeah so it's, it's more than double now you can safely assume yeah, it's yeah. more than double what it was in that time period it's still 45 pmr and it's not yeah. like car insurance rates or anything else have gone down 
So the other costs no, 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 no. Are, are, are more expensive than they were as well. So yeah, government, FBI people who are listening to us and snooping in on this, yeah. uh, this podcast, you should do something about that. Well, they're about to hit £2 a litre, mate. I reckon by Monday they'll hit £2 a litre. Probably. And that's ridiculous, man. That is ridiculous, yeah. That is absolute. I mean, how people can how, carry on, survive, how people can do that and survive is, is well yeah. beyond me. Elsewhere in Europe, it's even more expensive. Yeah, like €2.30, €2.40 a litre, which you just think, yeah. uh, at that point, what what do you do? For some people, there is no viable yeah. alternative, right? For those people who yeah, have yeah, good yeah. access to public transport, fine, you've got an alternative way to get to work and get where you need to go. For some well, people, that's just not an option. It's not. I think if you've got a family and you've got kids, oh, you don't have an option. Like if you've got to do school runs and things like that, well, you're not going to do it on the bus and shit, are you? You got to drop them off, bring them back, and you've stuff got, like you've that. Got, you've you got don't two, have an option. You've got two young children. We I mean, we, 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 I've got a young child as well, but yours are younger than yeah. mine, and you've got one that's especially young. Have you tried yeah, to yeah. the youngest one on public transport? But uh, to be fair, I have. You know what? If we're going it, into London and whatnot, okay, that's different. Now though, it's, right? it's at the point. Yeah, yeah, but not like for every. Not like if I've got to take take the eldest to school and obviously I've got the youngest one with me so I've got to put her somewhere Get and, and you know when you, you can't do that you're when, not going to do I, that by taxi I, or I by rem- bus and stuff I remember when when my, when my daughter was I don't know a year a year and a half um, went somewhere I think went to like London Zoo and at that age you've got to carry so much crap with them like nappies and stuff and then their, yeah, their yeah. snacks and their drinks and god knows what else um and obviously at that age they still nap so you need to you can't just carry them around or force them to walk because otherwise it's going to take you seven hours to get anywhere so i had a push chair and everything mm. as well god it's like so much stuff it's just unpractical to carry all that shit around on public transport you think a car yeah, is the not, only no. choice you have, right? To be fair, you're a bit of a you're a bit of an uh, anal anorak anyway. So you're probably you you will carry more stuff than I do. I literally, mate, I'm out there with wipes and nappies. That's it. Food, milk, spare clothes, mate. There's shops all over the place. Now that's probably a stupid way of doing it. I get it. But the reason behind it, you got like you say, I go onto a if I go onto if I'm going to London, I want to get onto the train with a push chair. I have to think ten times. Where the hell am I going to put that push chair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then when I get off in London, then I've got to bloody get around somewhere. Half the places don't have don't have lifts for the ramps, for the for the old ramps for pushes and stuff like that. And then they want and then they want to encourage you to use public transport on a family day out. Yeah, exactly. But get that, mate. I'm a single dad. I might as well just no. Nah, I'm not doing that. I put them in the car and. Off we go. Well, I'm not really. I'm not actually a single dad, but the wife is useless. I might as well be a single dad. She just wants to flex in the rangey, and that's it. That's it. Get flex in the rangey. Get her brows done once a month, and that's it. She's all good. That's it. I leave for five minutes. I get twenty missed calls. Like, where's this? Where's that? Oh, I can't put my own kids to bed. Can you come home? But I'm. And when wow. I look at these adverts, when I look at these adverts, transport TLP, transport London adverts, yeah, family down. Like, oh yeah, piss off. why would I go yeah. on the train? Oh, God, just joking. That first of all, it's going to cost me more. Well, actually, now I don't. So yeah, now, now it's, to... it's not. It's not that trains have become cheaper. It's that putting fuel in your car has become so expensive yeah. that the trains. I mean, I re- too bad a deal. I can get to London and back easily on two. Oh shit, maybe now twenty five quid diesel. Yeah. Put in the congestion charge, £12, and then the other charge, another £12. That's about 45 quid, yeah? Plus parking. And I can park... I can, no, I can park free in London. There's plenty of free parking in London. Uh, yeah, Actually, depending on what time you go. Yeah, now, if, you, if you're on a Saturday, Sunday, you're after 12, and you and you want to park... Like, in Knightsbridge, along along where the 
where the um, a history know, museum and science museums are. Yeah. yeah, you can you, you got those sorted. Yeah, so I'm looking at fifty five odd quid to to get in there. If I go on the train, it's twenty five quid for me, twenty seven quid for me. If 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 my part time other half comes along, part time parent comes along, then that's fifty quid there. Yeah. Yeah, that's without that's without tickets for the kids. But I guess yeah, I don't know. But then I've got to get to the train station with the kids from wherever I live. Then I've got to get on the train. Then I've got all the hassle. Whereas I can just throw literally throw everything in the car, drive to my end point, get out, and off we go. So this has somehow turned into a review of uh, Britain's public transport, specifically in in London, in and around London. Well, automotive, transportation, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, this is our way it gets, of sensibly it gets you around about petrol prices. Basically, yeah. And uh, that that's why car prices are coming down. There we go. Got back to where we started from. So yeah, I'm 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 starting to see the price of used cars starting to come down a little bit. It's still not back to sensible rates that it that it was kind of pre-madness but you're starting oh, to no, see no, them drop a little bit now which is good um because no, yeah some point it was it was ridiculous but well, maybe not for you as a as a, as a car trader but uh, there's some points when you're looking at things going uh, why am i spending you know more than 20 yeah, 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 on a five-year-old diesel audi yeah yeah no no it was ridiculous and it was ridiculous the used car prices people are just relaxing it why and it was people that were driving it of course, it's just relax, isn't it? Why do you need your cars? It's not like your car's not running and not working. It's it's what we said before, isn't it? Like just to get an extra five mpg, I'm going to spend twelve grand extra on a car. It's just, oh, mate, stupid! People have got some stupid ass reasons. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, so that's what's going on yep. in, your, in your world of um, car trading slash non car trading. You do, yeah, realize- yeah. I've got the pickup as well. I still need to do the pickup as well. Gosh. You know, you, you know you've turned your phone gonna... sideways, right? And oh, um, I, I had hang on, I had the lock screen on because I need to put it on charge. Yeah, so, so, so um, it's required. It's required me to actually turn my face sideways to see. No, 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 wait, wait, oh, no, wait that's should be all right now. Bad thing. Is that is that all right now? There we go. That's better. Yes. Yeah, it's I had the screen. This isn't a video podcast. We'd be fucking that up. <laughs> yeah, I had the screen lock on. Surely there's been some Formula One racing that's been happening in the last month. You know what? There has been, right? There has been, but it's nothing to get excited about because it's been at some dud, dry ass circuits. I'm sorry, there's talk, there's talk every year of getting rid of Monaco. They need to hurry up and get rid of it. Because it does absolutely nothing. As a, it's not a race. Wasn't there quite heavy get, rain in Monaco this year? I don't care. It still doesn't matter. It's still a Do you shit not make race. It more exciting? Yeah? No, it makes it a bit more risky or dangerous for the drivers. But it's like, you know, there's probably two spots that you can you can overtake in Monaco, and one of them is probably the bloody um, the pit lane. But the thing is, look, I get, yeah, that Monaco is, for a racer, it's, it is challenging, yeah? It's quite a technical, yeah, it, not it technical is. circuit, and but it's, it's tight. An, and so as a driver, location as well for racing. Uh, okay, yeah, Monaco is an icon. Okay, yeah, fine. It's an icon location, but... They should change the format of the race for Monaco. It should not be a race. It doesn't need to be a race. It, it just needs to be like a whoever gets the fastest time over whatever. What? Like a There's no need for race. a race there. Fastest lap. Yeah, give, you get you get 10 laps. There you go. And this, whoever gets the fastest lap, lap gets the point. Because it's not a At race. Point, you might as well man. remove it from the race calendar then. I think that and then you, might, you might as well remove it. You've got to remove it from the calendar. It does absolutely nothing and then then you got miami that turned up as well again same thing street circuit what what kind of idiots approve these i don't know i guess i know it's all about money making but if you're going to take something to america just make it but if you're going to do it and the reason they do it is to save costs yeah instead of building a new circuit they can just use sections of the track and do it and stuff 
for that. Yeah. But it just really it just ruins the sport. It just ruins the sport. The best thing about it now, though, is all the people that used to say it wasn't the car, it was Lewis Hamilton. It wasn't the car, it was Lewis Hamilton. Who the, who the fuck, who's it now? Where's Lewis Hamilton now? Yeah. And I remember when Alonso, when Alonso and Hamilton started and Alonso Hamilton was a rookie and he was beating Alonso, everyone was like, yeah, he's out doing the, he's out doing the rookies out doing the pro and stuff. This man's getting, he's getting trounced by Russell. Yeah. But everyone's all quiet now. Martin Blundell doesn't say shit. <laughs> so um yeah it's not my actually they're, they're in Baku they're in Baku this week same thing same thing Baku's just circuit, like a street circuit yeah it's crazy it's like what I, yeah oh, I'll just well, watch least, the qualifying and then I at might least I'm justified in ignoring F1 again you are currently currently you are it's gonna get it's gonna get a bit better it'll get a bit better it'll get a bit better but Over, um, overall yeah. as a racing season though it's been more entertaining because it's not just like you know two teams two races you've now got three teams well, five races well no you don't three teams no it's still two teams but the best thing about it is it's not it's not it's not Hamilton no no but but as in like you've got you've got Ferrari you've got Red Bull and you do have George Russell in Mercedes trying to do a little bit there as well that's why I said three teams five races oh okay, yeah okay yeah because yeah. I, I throw him yeah, in the yeah. mix there yeah, yeah, it is no, a bit more no. entertaining than it has been before, and the, the middle of the grid is actually very entertaining. You've got you've got a lot yeah, of action yeah, yeah, actually, going on there. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, yeah, it can, it can be quite. Yeah, actually, the middle of the grid is doing a lot, but they don't focus enough on the middle of the grid. No, they don't. Of course, so, yeah. But it's interesting. Ferrari have now finally sorted out their car, but they're still the same. They still make the same blunders. They still make the same blunders as a team in the race and stuff like that. So, um, so it's interesting now. Like. So what is it? He's ten nine points ahead of Leclerc um Verstappen is so it'd be interesting. But I'd love Ferrari to be able to 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 win a to win a title yeah, this year and, cool. and Leclerc. I mean the other I don't know how I don't know how much progress the midfield teams have made, to be fair. Yeah, it's a little bit closer, but I think that's more down to the regulations. Yeah. You expected everyone you expected everyone to have bunched up a little bit more, but they haven't. I um, um, I I'm looking forward to uh, the next season of Drive to Survive. <laughs> it's just a reality TV. Oh, that's one. Yeah, I'm just a whore for the reality TV side of it. If I'm honest. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try to watch a bit of it. They do. They do um, commercialize it quite well. They make it adapt it for the TV, and I think they're doing like a TV series or something. Um, but yeah, I just I just can't get into it. Speaking of TV series, I did take your uh, your suggestion, and I have been watching Better Call Saul. Oh, uh, okay. I am. Um... But you haven't seen that before. You're right at the beginning, aren't you? No, I'm in season four now because it's been a while. Oh, you've you got to remember it's been oh, okay. about a month, over a month since we last recorded. So I've had plenty of time oh, yeah, to catch yeah. up on TV. Oh, okay. Then. So you've been going through it. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so I've been going through it. It's um, What do you reckon? It, does, it's, it has its moments. So it started off a little bit slow. It got a little bit better. It kind of had some nice peak moments in season three. And now I'm a few episodes into season four. And that is, it's gone a little bit slow again. But I know, <laughs> I, I've heard from other people that it builds up and kind of like season five and six. Six is the current season that's airing, isn't it, at the moment? Yes, and they've split that into two parts as well. Yeah, and I've I've heard that that is a a very good edge-of-seat kind of season. I've just been, I finished better, it the other you better day. not be saying it's rubbish because you're the one that told me to watch the fucking thing no no it's, oh, I'm not going to say nothing no 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 it's definitely definitely worth watching definitely Good. worth watching but I'm saying that as someone who's um, I, I thought but of course I was great all the way through and you know, it is very slow it is quite slow but for some reason whether it's Ben whatever his name is um, oh. the, the, the actor Ben Odrick oh okay 
he does keep you engaged. And, and yeah, he, for, for it being slow, I do find myself because I, I sometimes struggle with slow stuff, but I thought it was very good. And it kept me... <laughs> Is it because you're a bit slow as well sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I'm slower than this. <laughs> it, it, it matches your pace. <laughs> So, um, but now nah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a wicked, uh, wicked one. I feel uh, the other thing I watched, Stranger Things. Did you watch that? No, we've had this conversation about Stranger Things. So I saw. Have season you seen one. it at all? I see. I saw season one. It came out when everybody saw it, and I did think season one yeah. was very good. When season two came out, I tried watching it. I lost interest after the first couple of episodes, and then oh, I it? couldn't get back into it again. And again, I, I know oh. that season two kind of get better, and now it's a very good season as well. It's season three now, or season four? Four. But again, yeah, yeah. this is split in split in parts as well. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's it, it started out a bit like the Goonies, but but kind of a bit more sinister, and which is cool because because <laughs> the Goonies is incredible. It's a film from my childhood, yeah, yeah, so yeah. just lots of nostalgic yeah. moments from it. Yeah, and so the first season was that, and then the second season, I think, just turned a bit. They had a van. It became a bit like the A Team and Scooby Doo. Oh weird. no, man! I thought I I genuinely thought it got better and better every season. Okay. Oh, maybe maybe uh, maybe I have but, to, maybe I have to give it a go again. But there actually isn't that much on Netflix at the moment, to be fair. No, there isn't. Is oh, there? speaking of TV shows, did you realize Top Gear was back? I did realize Top Gear was back. Did you watch? The I didn't episode? know it was back. But, yeah, I did. It was on, it was on, BBC, on BBC One now. I was on BBC One now. Yeah, well, I didn't see any adverts for it or anything. But also, I realized I sat there thinking, "Shit, I didn't finish the last series." Did you not? <laughs> no. Is it, no. it was only six episodes, and this I mean this will be finished. But by the time this episode is released, they'll be halfway through the season. By the time we end up doing another episode, it will all be done. Yeah, I, I watched it, but uh, you wait I almost know, a so... year for six episodes, and and they're not being. Yeah, funny. they've they're, always they're they've, they've always done this. They, do you know what I was about to say? I watched this last one for a while. I thought, yeah, they were good, but I've watched this one. Have you seen it? Yeah, the the camper van trip through America. Yeah, what was the, I, did, I was I struggling. Didn't, I didn't get the point of it. Was, they would use. Very, they were. They were in a camper van and traveling no, to different they, sporting destinations, weren't they? Yeah. Really, but they did like how many different sporting destinations? Did they do two, three, max. They did the water buggies. They did the drag race, and then they did the oval. Oh, they did the oval. Didn't they do anything else in between? No, that's it. Three. Oh, three. Yeah. Wow, brilliant. It was just, yeah, it's just a bit. Um, it's a bit rubbish. I've, I've said. I've said this before. Uh, we said it a couple of times. There are so many better car video shows on YouTube now. And uh, Top Gear's just a bit um, for me. I don't know if there are, like, in terms of... Watch Car Trek. Similar to what Top Gear is. Watch Car Trek. Car Trek. Is that the one with your mate Johnny? No, it's not. Car Trek is um, it's, it's by some American guys. Um, it's good. Oh, just okay. Google it, watch it. There are a few different seasons, and every one is, like, three to four episodes. Um, but they think of them like Top Gear specials. Everyone's a Top Gear special, essentially. They set themselves challenges based on the type of car that they need to go and buy and do, and then they've got to complete challenges with them. But, yeah, it's it's essentially like the good old-fashioned Grand Tour yeah. Top Gear yeah, specials, um, just done again with different presenters, and I think done in a slightly different way, which makes it entertaining. But, yeah, Top Gear itself as a show, are just it pains me to say it because it was, at one point, it was a... You know, it was the most popular TV show in the world for good reason. Because Wait, was did you say the Americans? Yeah, it's Americans, yeah. Do you know what? I struggle to watch Americans presenting things like car shows. Oh, no, it's all right. I think this is all right. No, you remember the American Top Gear? No. Oh, that was that's just because you just had... It was just... I can't, I can't put my finger on why, but that just didn't have the right um, chemistry at all. 
as a show. Yeah, I just oh yeah, I can't. I'll, I'll give it a try. I just can't. I, I struggle with it. I can't. The new Grand Tour should be out soon as well, actually. That I'm sure will be better than Top Gear, but also that's long in mm. the tooth now as well. Actually, you know what? I don't think it, now. I think it's better because they're leaving it longer. But now it's just it's just it's just one offs, isn't it? It's just specials rather than it is just specials, regular, which is fine. But also tells you that they're running out of ideas and content. If you're having to wait a year to basically film one thing, it's going to be like mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. An episode, and actually, <laughs> content-wise, there hasn't been much happening. So I get it. No, right, come on in, get on with shit now because we've got a time limit on this one today. Yep. So I've got a, uh, <clears throat> I've got a car review today. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it is it interesting? Is it interesting? Well, yes and no. So this the it's the sixth cheapest brand actually, new now, now now we're remote i can literally just fall asleep while you do it <laughs> just cut me off halfway through it's the sixth cheapest brand new car for sale in the uk can you guess sixth what it is cheapest brand new car so it's going to be korean isn't it yes it is so it'll be D- D- dacia dacia is not that's not korean they're french oh no it's it's not, is it fr- are they french it's an offshoot of renault yeah that's oh, yeah. is the is the Renault okay. kind of sub brand, the bargain sub brand, and they do Did appear do in the list of the top ten cheapest cars. I'll why would you? Why would Renault? But why not just be Renault or make like a cheap Renault? I don't know. I guess it's because they probably want to dilute their don't image want, or brand. Yeah, they want to maintain Renault as this um, exquisite luxury good <laughs> or something. Yeah. All yeah, right. maybe I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It's to go, you can oh, okay. cheap car, Renault, and then you've got like super cheap cars. It's not gonna, it, it's not gonna be Kia because Kia's ain't cheap anymore. Well, you say that, right? The cheapest car for sale in the UK today, you're probably expecting me to say some kind of Dacia, Dacia, whatever it is, but I actually know it's the Kia Picanto. That's the cheapest car on sale today in the UK. It's 11,800 pounds, less than 12 grand. You can buy yourself a brand new Kia Picanto, hmm. okay. Which is like the size of a Ford car, isn't it? Yeah, it is exactly. Um, so yeah. the list, in case you're interested, um, cheapest is Kia Picanto, just under 12 grand. Then you've got the Dacia Sandero, 12.3 grand. Then you've got the Citroen C3, 13,000 pounds. That surprised me that the Citroen C3 is the third cheapest okay. car in the UK. Um, then you've got another Dacia, the Sandero Stepway, which is 13 grand as well. MG3 at 13 grand. Who the, who the hell buys an MG? No, nobody just literally nobody car reviewers mate they got showrooms they got showrooms on um Marleyburn road they i know they've they got, got a, a line showroom of... on Marleyburn road and on the one that leads the road that leads up into piccadilly i forgot the name of the road runs parallel with regent street they got a showroom there well they mg do have a range of electric vehicles right and, and maybe cheap electric well so cheap affordable electric more affordable electric vehicles i have to get that right third time um yeah and so they're probably trying to appeal to Londoners who are looking for a car because they want an electric car. They want a cheap electric car. Yeah, they can't really use it for the school run. It's going to get absolutely battered, parked out on the streets anyway. Um, so, yeah, maybe the MG is the right car for them. It's just, I mean, yeah, true. Based on our review of the MG ZS or whatever it was, they're a bit shit. They but are. They are. If you're looking for basic transport, that's uh, cheap and cheerful. And yeah, well, I guess, yeah, you need a cheap electric car. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. 
Uh, yeah, so the MG3 at 13K is the fifth cheapest car in the UK. Number six, this is the car that I'm reviewing. It's the Hyundai i10 at 13,400. Oh, the i10. The i10. That's quite a good-looking car on that as well. well Obviously, you've got the N version as well, but... Well, I'll come to that in a sec. Then you've got the Fiat Panda, 13,600. Then the VW Up, exclamation mark, uh, just under 14K. You've got a hybrid in this list, the Fiat 500 hybrid at 14,000. I saw one of those the other day, actually. So, I mean, good on Fiat for basically selling their hybrid hybrid within the top 10 cheapest cars in the UK. It's going to break. All the hybrid gubbins, I'm sure, will stop working about 12 months into your ownership because it's it's Italian. So, it's Wait, like, you know what? You say that, though. I think Fiat, is, the 500 is probably, it's got to be one of the best-selling cars in Britain, oh, right? Oh, yeah, that, that's... That's without a shadow of a doubt. It does not you know what? reliable. But, but I think they are. Well, I don't know. No, I think, well, I think I the Fiat 500s are. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll find out. I'll do, it for, I'll do some research for the next one. Yeah. And then the, uh, the, the car that takes uh, the number 10 spot, I didn't even know they still made this, the Suzuki Ignis. That's just shy of huh? grand for a Suzuki Ignis. Which one's the Ignis? I know you didn't want to know Swiss and Jimmy. Swift and Jimny, yeah, exactly. I had no idea they still made the Ignis. I, I don't quite know what the Ignis is. I don't know what the maybe it's a Swift on like. stilts. But then why would the Swift not? Maybe they don't make the Swift anymore. Maybe it's just exclusively the Ignis. No, nah, you got to make the Swift. You wouldn't get rid of that. That's like that's like BMW saying we're not going to do a three series anymore. The Swift is there. Who knows? How, how many? When was the last time you saw a twenty twenty one registered Suzuki? Let alone twenty twenty two. No, they're all just battered up chimneys. They are just battered chimneys, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I haven't even seen any of the new. That's all I see either. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's a much of a muchness, really. But if I had to go into my head, pick a car from that top ten list, I think I'd probably go VW up. No, no, I'd probably go. I'd probably go what you've got, the I ten, or or maybe the Swift actually. Well, let's get into the review, and then we can figure out whether you're right or wrong. Come on then. So the i10, uh, obviously a range of models. The version that I had was not the top of the range N-Line. It was the middle of the range SE Connect. Now, actually, that's £15,800 as spec. So whilst you can buy an i10 for £13,400, and it's the sixth cheapest car in the UK, by the time you actually add stuff to it that's worth adding, mm-hmm. you fall well outside the top 10 anyway. Um, that's a big difference. You're talking almost well, more than two thousand pounds, two thousand four hundred pound increase in order to to get the mid level trim. Um, and to be quite honest, you probably do want that because it it comes with some stuff that you that you need. Um, so it's called the SE Connect, and that the key word is that Connect. Um, the focus is uh-huh. on kind of tech, and it's not like mind blowing Mercedes S Class tech. It's things like Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, reversing camera. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. A, a stereo that becomes useful um, and and stuff like that, auto light wipers and, and whatever. So it's all useful stuff that you'll get in that version, um, but you bloody pay, pay a premium for it. In terms of engines, um, they've got one litre and a 1.2 naturally aspirated. The one that I had had the 1.2 naturally aspirated. So it's the more powerful one at a mind-boggling 84 horse strengths. Um, <laughs> with a manual five-speed manual gearbox you can get a one liter turbo three cylinder in the n-line version only which one liter turbo yeah one liter turbo which puts out i think just shy of 100 horsepower so it's the most powerful 
version and it also ironically the smallest engine that they do as well um yeah i mean would should you go for the end line i'm not sure right and that's not because it's a bad car so before i get to driving it to talk about looks you mentioned earlier it's quite a good looking thing i agree it's quite a cute looking car sort of looks a little bit like you know the ford puma that we drove a while ago now we did a review on and we've both oh, yeah, yeah. liked the puma it looks like a mini puma which is not a bad thing I don't think at all. Um, and especially in lighter colours, the one that I had was silver. In lighter mm-hmm. colours, I think it looks better because you can see some of the design creases and swage lines and all that other stuff that they've added to, to make it look more interesting. You can see that in the in the lighter colours, whereas in the darker colours, all that stuff gets lost. It's a small car in, anyway, so mm-hmm. you don't need to get it in a darker colour. My, my advice would be to avoid darker colours, get it in a light, bright colour. It, it looked better anyway. Um, the reason why I'm unsure on the endline version because what the endline version has done is it replaces some of those kind of soft cute design features and gives you like more angular sharper designs all in the name of sportiness and I actually don't think it suits the car is it is is is, is the body actually any different or is it just all extras as in body and stuff yeah it's like bumpers and stuff like that that are different really so and trim pieces and sills and all that which I get that it's slightly more appealing to a younger crowd. I just don't think it looks very good um, for, for this car anyway. doesn't suit it. So, again, my advice, go for a lower spec model and uh, go for a lighter colour. So that's on the looks. I mean, the other thing about the looks, one thing I noticed right when I'm driving it, when I'm driving any of like my other cars or, or, or other stuff that we drive, if I'm driving anything with like a German badge, uh, a BMW, uh, an Audi, a Mercedes, whatever, have you ever noticed this? You know, when you stop at uh, zebra crossings and you let people cross, they kind of just glance at you and then keep going and, and almost ignore you. Not that they shouldn't do anything else. But what I noticed in this Hyundai was that people would like smile and wave. They'd be like, people were happy. People were happy that you let them cross the road. Uh, so I don't know if it's the, the car kind yeah. of, you don't need to adjust your earphones. You did hear me correctly. <laughs> I don't know if it's like they, they look at the car and they think, oh, that's a, kind of cute nice little car and because it's hyundai and not a bmw you're not a colossal wanker um and so people just generally tended to be a bit more friendly when i was driving the car you know they're the example of people that you pull out in front of them yeah it happened all the time so um don't know it's a bit weird are you all right there are you struggling yeah. yes my headphones have died your headphones have died i can still hear you and, and and it'll all be fine we can carry on don't you worry that's fine. I'm just worried about you having a panic attack because, oh, my God, it might not sound great. Yeah, well, yeah, we're past that point now, I think, anyway. This is life. This is, this is life, yeah, we'll have to put we've up got through, We've got through uh, uh, COVID, so I'm sure we can get through my headphones, don't worry. Just remember that you no longer have a microphone stuck to the side of your face, so don't get up and walk around to the other side of the room because then right, we'll definitely okay. go to you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, so I think it's, it's weird. It's like a little bit of a phenomenon with this car. People don't think you're a prick. Um, which is nice. Don't really get that often. Don't know about you, but I certainly don't. So that's one advantage to um, that's one advantage to driving this. You sure they were waving at you, and not just thanking you for letting them buy or something? You know what I mean? They weren't like fucking waving and kind of like you know making a big deal about it. But even the the wave and the thank you that you got was very different. 
and friendly compared to what I'd get if I was in the mic, for example. You love looking for little wins, don't you? No, it's just an observation. You notice it. When you drive German stuff and people look at you like it's scum of the earth constantly and never let you pull out in anything and, and basically then just try to race you at every opportunity. When people don't and they treat you like a human, it's quite nice. You feel I really never notice how people look at me when they let me go. That's because I think everyone thinks you're a tosser regardless of what you're doing. They can think whatever the hell they want. I need to get through. They let me through. That's it. Thank you. I'll say thanks and that's it. I'm not going to say thanks. Well, this is the thing. They they will let you out more in a Hyundai i10. Guaranteed. You reckon? Even you, yes. Something about the car. It's completely non-offensive and quite cute to look at. Um, oh, I don't think. I don't, do you know? I don't. The only time I think that matters is when when I, I see someone driving like something hideous, like a four by four Bentley or four by four Rolls Royce. Then I'm definitely not letting someone. Through. That's what I mean. No but, but that's but you. That's anything you. below that is fair game. Yeah, but I think we've already established through all these episodes that the way your brain operates is not the same as anybody else on the planet. So whilst that's how you may react, I think there are probably other people out there who react a little bit differently. Well, um, people need to adjust, don't they? <laughs> yes, says you. <laughs> I think I've, I think we've proven yeah. that you're the king of adjustment. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that, that that there uh, there ends the the look of the car. I think it's a nice looking thing, and other people do too. Clearly. So yeah, I said earlier on that it's um, the, this SE Connect version is all about the tech, and that's what Hyundai's marketing is focused on as well. So it's focused clearly on technology and the safety systems uh, i mean look at the end of the day it's a city car so that makes sense right they've, they've designed yeah, a city yeah. car and they've, and they've done it well so um that se connect as i said comes with wireless android auto and apple carplay just a side note by the way i finally got a, a call from bmw to say they can now add apple carplay and android auto to my uh, to my bmw oh, can they they can so, you, so while you just sat at home yeah no, no, not while I'm sat at home, not at all. So whilst they had initially oh. said it would be an over-the-air update, it's not an over-the-air update. It's an official recall, so the car has to go in. Um, I'm like, I'm, I've got to wait five or six weeks for my appointment because uh, I need a replacement car while the car's in because they need it all day. So uh, I've said, okay, well, I will need a courtesy car. I said, oh, yeah, we courtesy cars. Bloody hell, we, yeah, you're going to be waiting for a while. So I'm now booked in in about a month's time for this software update to get a feature that my car should have come with when I bought it brand new. Excellent. That's ridiculous. Actually, I had to drop the rangey off this morning as well to get the front anti-roll bar bushes done. You're not doing it yourself? No, I was going to, but the problem is on 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 on, on the passenger side, front one, because mine's got the A suspension, um, the drive shaft sits in the way of one of the bolts for, the, for that side, and you need like a, a special tool uh, to get to it and without it everyone's just like it takes hours without special because literally you have to you have like an inch of play with the spanner where you if you're lucky you can crack it open and then you literally have to turn it with your fingers and get, I was like, I'm oh, not that, sounds, that sounds like no. a fucking ball like even if you yeah and to be fair it. these lot these lot were quite I was getting quotes from other people were like you know in excess of 250 270 the guy i took it to originally was like oh yeah we've got to lift the body this and that i was like Fuck, you know and then there's these people that i've used before for some stuff they're doing it for like 120 quid which is more than happy i'm more than happy with that so for yeah wicked so i'll give them a shout out afterwards depending on how they do Oh, okay, cool. Interesting. We as we into creek and like you know when you're driving on yeah we, we went out, we went on a journey not too long ago and you could start to hear oh yeah yeah ago. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just not very comfortable that. though with its broken suspension. That's one thing, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Very, but you very just comfortable. Feel it car. to float and be a little bit, 
un- a bit too not comfortable. Unsteady, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I might as well get it done. So speaking of comfort, I tell you what, right? As soon as you drive this Hyundai, it becomes really obvious where the very small budget that they had was spent. It was spent oh. entirely on the way the car drives. That's where they invested all their money. So oh, know, is it? hats off to the engineers for a small car with such a small wheelbase. The ride quality is, and I'm not exaggerating when I use this word, exceptional. Really? Exceptional. Immediately, as soon as you drive it, you're like, wow, this thing rides really, really nicely. And I think that's a combination of a lot of stuff. So first of all, they haven't tried to give it sporting credentials at all. No effort to go. No, they haven't like lowered it, put hard springs on it, given it a sport mode or any of that rubbish. Secondly, they put 15 inch wheels on it and they're actually a size bigger than you get a standard. The standard wheels are 14 inch. So it's only got 15 inch alloys and you've got, therefore you've got some big chunky sidewall on your tires. So good sidewall, good suspension. That's not sporty or stiff for no reason whatsoever in a city car. And as a result, this thing rides brilliantly it to the point where it puts bigger expensive luxury cars to shame like completely really yeah you could i was about to say i, I don't think any i've no I, I, I no small car drives well and, and i think by this nature it can't because it's so small it's just gonna bounce around because yeah, it's, it's got such a short because it's yeah, got such a short yeah. wheelbase i don't know what how they did it actually no i do know how they did it they come the, the suspension was engineered for comfort over anything else and it's brilliant it to me just proves that when you don't spend your entire r&d time circling the fucking nurburgring you can actually make a good car this is true though i right? don't know why they go to the nurburgring because okay fine you, you, you need to test it test the vehicle when it's you know put for its pacing and stuff like that but none of the nurburgring represents not even any of it represents real road real world no, so what I don't get why every single car has to go there. Yeah, look, if you're making a, uh, the next generation of Porsche 911 GT3 RS, whatever it is, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it, right? Because that's like, what it is. It's a track car. But when you're making a, a Vauxhall Corsa, please don't send it anywhere near a racetrack. No, like, like testing circuit should be a Corsa, Design your Vauxhall Corsa on the roads. When you want to do a souped-up version, then take it to the Nurburg, decide what you need to do. Well, even then, is it ever going to go? Is it, no, no. Even, if you're going to do like a VXR version or yeah, whatever, even then, yeah, is, there, is, a v, is a course of VXR ever going to make its way onto a track? Let alone, oh, no, of course, course it's, not. it's not. It's not. It's not. But, 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 I mean, you can't turn it into a VXR and not, you know, stiffen things up and tie and stuff up. Yeah, like, there's, there's a degree to but it. But my point being is, like, you know, design the, the normal one on the normal road for the normal road and then yeah. use the Nurberg for the other well, stuff. Well, I mean, look, this is, this is what I and I have done. <clears throat> and then you, uh, you'd probably then expect that the cornering and steering feel would be shit as a result, right? It'd just be wafty bouncies, mm. you know, kind of uh, splish splash through corners. No, actually, the cornering is still good. Steering feels good too. It was a small, light car, no surprises. So... It's not difficult to achieve good steering feel, but it's amazing how many manufacturers still manage to fuck it up currently. Yeah. Overly assisted steering, it doesn't have that. So it's, you know, great. Um, it feels fun to drive, but credit where credit's due, they've done that. They've pulled off that, that balance of comfortable and fun to drive. Obviously, if you push it hard around the corner, it's going to understeer, but it's a city car. So what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. 
Um, it's got a manual gearbox. It's no Civic Type R when it comes to gear changes. But again, it's not <laughs> bad. It's better than some of BMW's efforts. It, it doesn't need to be, does it? It doesn't need to be. A lot better than some of BMW's efforts with manual gearboxes, which is not I've hard. never liked. Never liked their get manuals. Yeah. No, the, cl- the clutch is light. It's got a good feel. The gear change action feels positive. I like it. And and it's got an old, old school handbrake that actually works. Oh, what, why, why there was a need to go to electric parking brakes, I will never, ever understand. I, I re-found my joy and appreciation of using a handbrake to assist with parking manoeuvres whilst I was driving <laughs> this car. <laughs> it's a fun car man it's it's fun you know like a civic type r kind of eggs you on you know you can yes, feel yes. the car saying go on go on push go on, go on, go on, let's, go see on. What, let's see what you can do mm. this does that but in a cheeky kind of as in just drive me just drive me yeah drive. Just, just kind of like it, it was almost like have a bit of fun you know, have a bit of fun don't take anything too seriously. It's not going to set any, you know, break any records, set the world on fire, any of that. But just enjoy the time that you got with the car. And and I found myself really enjoying my time with that car. It, it, it helped that actually, you know, in the in the modern world, it still had some good creature comforts that you need. As I mentioned, it's got all the you know um, all the all the tech in this SE Connect version. It's got one feature that I thought was really, really cool, very convenient. So, you know, when you're sat in traffic and uh, the car in front drives off and before you can even put it into first gear and take off, the car behind you beeps to remind you that yeah, you yeah, are yeah. driving. Well, you don't, you no longer need to rely on the, the prick behind you to do that. The car does it for you. On the dash, what? you get like a little symbol pops up. It's a picture of a car and it just gives you a nice little beep and it goes, leading car is driving on. So it tells you before what? the Audi driver behind you does to tell you that the car in front <laughs> has driven off. And I really like that because what it means is that when you're sat there in traffic, you can just get completely distracted with stuff and then not like miss it and go, oh shit, people are starting to drive. It's brilliant. I love that feature. I think it's such a... Such a smart, simple feature because it's got parking sensors all around, and they thought, "Well, why not use them?" Where's the time? I love it. I thought it was very, very. No, no th- listen. Chances are, you're not going to be sat in your car in traffic, looking down at your speedo, waiting for the guy to move. No, but it, you. but it but it beeps at you. Beeps. It oh beeps at God. you, so it's an audible thing. So you could be looking anywhere, right? You could be staring out the window. You could be waving back to the wonderful people who are waving at you because you're driving away and whatever. <laughs> to you, right? yeah. To me, yeah, exactly. Whatever it is that you're doing. But the oh, car that you know what, actually, you. as far as gimmicks goes, is worse. That's not a bad one, actually. That's, I think it's a really good gimmick. That is the only gimmick yeah, it yeah. has as well, by the way. That's the only What I'd rather it, it do is when the guy behind you beeps, it just pops up a sign on the back that says, fuck off. Yes, that would be great. That would be a better gimmick. Yeah, or go round me. <laughs> yeah. um, but someone, but, I, I've, some, people have done that to me a couple times and sometimes depending on my mood and that what I'll do is I'll put my hazard lights on because <laughs> he's so right next to me can't go anywhere now anyway yeah just to be a prick I mean that is that's very you that's a very old thing to do <laughs> but no look, it's, what's, uh, what's it like what's, what's it like quality interior quality and stuff yeah this is this is where it lets itself down oh is like, it the, the, I, when I said the whole of the small budget was spent on the way the car drives I wasn't kidding you, you know, every single surface not just the stuff you know obviously the stuff that you don't touch tends to be cheaper in most cars anyway but yeah. the, even the stuff that you do touch every single thing is made of the cheapest crappiest shiniest 
most brittle plastic ever. It definitely felt like you were inside a mid nineties Japanese saloon. Oh dear. Yeah, it was it was proper mini cab feeling. Was it? Yeah, yeah. And, and oh, With the exception of you don't expect that from newly built cars these days, to be fair. Well, when it's 15 grand and it's got quite a lot of tech and it's got the level of driving engineering that's gone into it, I can see. Okay, so I thought they thought let's just spend our money on like comfort, tech, drive rather than materials. Yeah, yeah rather than materials. And I th- Oh, no, I think that's for me. I think that was the right thing to do. I would have in, I would have enjoyed the car a lot less if it was shittier to drive, but it had nicer plastics. You know what? The so only problem what with that is that, that's what the Vauxhall Corsa is. The Vauxhall Corsa has nicer materials, but it's shittier to drive. And if I had and to pick out of the two, I would pick the Hyundai to drive. Yeah, but the problem is most people aren't in tune with driving as you are and I are so they won't care about that what they will care about the material they'll look at the stuff that doesn't really matter true inside a showroom that's what's going to appeal to which is why the course will outstrip the thingy not because it's Korean or anything like that it's because people just like oh yeah I'll get a bit of leather oh yeah but it's nice it's tight I, I, I 100% agree with you, which is a real shame because if you're in the market for something like this, drive it. You don't have to drive it for long and you don't have to be as, uh, whatever phrase, you're anal about kind of driving experience as I am in mm. order to notice a difference. Like genuinely, this, the minute I drove down the road and went over the first little bump in the road, I could tell that this was smoother and nicer and softer riding mm. than most other things. The steering wheel, the gear knob and the door handle were made from slightly better materials. I don't know if the steering wheel had leather on it or not, but it felt all right. It wasn't too bad. And same with the gear knob and the door handle. So I guess they've thought a little bit about some of the areas that you frequently touch, but anything else, all the switch gear and all that shit, really bad. Storage on the inside. You love a bit of... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aldi shopping bag. How many little cubby holes? How many cubby... Not many cubby holes. The boot space is a bit shit as well. 252 litres. I didn't even manage to fill it with, fill it with uh, Audi bag for you, but I did have to carry so, a, no, 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 what, 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 what litres? So what am I supposed to do with that? I'll give you some reference points. So I did okay. have to put a uh, carry-on suitcase in the back, and you could probably fit about three in the boot, three carry-ons. Three carry-on suitcases. So yeah. three hand, like three hand trolleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're going to the airport, you can um, take just carry on, or you can tell your passengers to fuck off. There's your options, basically. <laughs> or you could take a suitcase and a carry on. Yeah. I don't know. You'd get a full suitcase in there. Oh, is it? Yeah, you see, because it's a bit, it's it's quite shallow. Ooh. The boot. That's. I so think you, that's a minimum requirement in terms you, of boot space for any car. If you a put a suitcase. If you put a big suitcase in there, you'd have to put it sideways in. Oh, as long as it gets in. But as in like sideways and then my concern seats is down. because of the hatch, no, with the seats up, I'm not sure the hatch would then close on it. Depends on how what wide it was as well. It's just it's just a very narrow, narrow boot. And then the other thing, more kind of cost saving, the parcel shelf. You know, most cars, parcel shelf's got some string. Yeah, yeah, boot. yeah. It's when you open it that the parcel shelf goes up. Not in the Hyundai i10. You've got to lift that shit manually yourself. You open the boot and the parcel shelf is still there. Oh, shut up. 100%. I thought it was something missing or broken or whatever. Nope. That's how it comes. You have to fold it out of the way manually. That got annoying. Very annoying. But I can't imagine mm. you're going to be using the boot a lot for decent sized stuff in a car like that. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. 
So it's all right for throwing your shopping bags in and, and that's about it. Yeah. So, I mean, good car, great to drive. Would I recommend it? I'm not sure. I'd still probably go VW up for the price difference because I think the VW up is still good to drive and has nice ugly. interior. Yes, it's ugly. This is a nicer looking car for sure. I would actually encourage you to go and splurge a little slash negotiate hard or buy used and get a Fiesta. One step up in terms of size, absolutely, but a much better car. You can't buy a Fiesta brand new at the moment anyway. You can't order one, ship shortage or whatever. You can't. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Go to the Fiesta, you're going to have to get used at the moment anyway. But that would probably be. What's the price rate. difference between the Fiesta and the new? I see a brand new Fiesta is like 18 grand now. And this one is what? This one starts at 13.4, but to get the one that you actually want, you're probably looking at spending 15 to 16K. So you're still two to three K cheaper, isn't it? Two to three K cheaper than a Fiesta. So it is, an, it is a decent amount. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean. If you went used on a Fiesta, bought a one-year used Fiesta, mind you, the one-year used Fiesta is probably eighteen grand as well because you can't buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, there's my conclusion of the Hyundai i10, the sixth cheapest car in the UK. Good little car. Good little oh, car. Okay. Not, it's a shame because if they charged you an extra, and if they charge you an extra grand, you're then looking at kind of seventeen grand, and that's a, too much money for an i10. Yeah. Even if yeah. the interior was nicer. It's a tough one. It's a real tough one. The ideal is they charge you the amount they're charging you and they just gave you some nicer materials inside. At that point, that would be the perfect car. And it should, deservedly so, outsell the Vauxhall Corsa. But it won't. To your point, I think you're absolutely yeah, right. People yeah, yeah. get in the Corsa and they'll go, this feels nicer. It feels a bit more premium. It'll be shittier underneath. It'll be less reliable and uh, engineered worse. But that's irrelevant. Yeah, you're right. People, people are looking at that stuff. Well, that's interesting. Then next week, I'm going to have one of its rivals, actually, that was on your list. Oh, okay. Cool. Good. Won't, we won't spoil the surprise. No, no, no. That's Yeah. So we'll have that in... in the, I can't remember where it was on the list and stuff of yours. But yeah, that's what I'll have to I'll have to review. So it'll be interesting to see how they compare, stack up against each other. Well, I'll have this list to hand for the next episode. So that have it, yeah, because you know I'm not going to do any research. Obviously, you're not going to do any research. Would not expect anything no. to change there. Do you know Good. what we didn't do? We didn't do our disclaimer in this episode. God, recording remotely has just thrown <laughs> me off entirely. So I'm going to have to do it now. Everything you've heard was... Uh, I don't actually the, like this... I don't actually like this recording remotely. No, you know neither that. do I. We're going to get back I'm in struggling, front of each I'm struggling other. To, I'm struggling yeah. to do it. Yeah, we'll get back in front of each other for the next episode. But we did owe the listeners an episode because it's been bloody ages and yeah. the only way we yeah. could do it. So, yeah, it still remains being brought to you by two pre- uh, two non-professionals whatsoever. So everything, Even though one tries show, to be professional but says he's not professional. Absolutely. And then wastes his yeah. time. You've got to try. It's all about the trying. So everything you've heard mm. in the show, hopefully you found it entertaining, but don't, don't take it as factual or take it as any advice whatsoever. If you do go and buy a Hyundai i10 because I told you so and it turns out to be the worst purchase you've ever made in your life, that's your fault not mine yeah, you're the um, idiot then exactly exactly um so so there we go that's the end of the show we have we we need to plug our socials and remind people where they can find yes, us. So yes. where, where can they find you they can find me at bloody as we so long since i posted on there i don't know i ended up posting the wrong thing on one of my accounts here with it brilliant so that's so one person. reason to follow you to find find the wrong <laughs> content well no, i was on my personal account i was putting something up on my door and realized it was on the other account so i had to do it again on the other account but it's um Driveway Autos. Uh, driveway Autos on Instagram. And you can find the reason the it's quiet because all the advice I give works and people's cars are running perfectly and stuff. So it's a bit quiet now. I'll, I'll, keep, an, I'll, I'll keep a mental note of that, that you give great advice that everyone's car is working. Yeah, when are we doing the, when we're doing the uh, brakes and discs on yours? 
Oh, I don't know. They don't need doing. They'll they'll eventually we'll get around to doing. Oh, it. all right. I thought you were saying they need to do. No, no, not right, not right now. They will do soon. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. That's going to be an expensive job. Anyway, you can find. I'll the, give you good rates. Don't worry. It's <laughs> not on the labour. That will be free. Uh, the <laughs> you can find, you can find <laughs> the main drivel page on Instagram at drivel podcast, uh, where we've put up some interesting posts and reels recently that has seemed to have uh, well, you lot all seem to like them. What is it with these fuckers? They all the love them, but they don't, they don't, they don't. We don't get any follows from it though. I know they won't even be hearing what we're saying right now, which is a shame. Maybe for the next reel, we'll post this clip to remind them that they love our reels, but they're oh, actually yeah, following yeah. our show. And the show is basically yeah. like reels, but longer. Yeah, and yeah. More of this shit. Um, so yeah, go and find us on Instagram at Drivel Podcast and interact and show love and do whatever it is that you do as well. I'm also on Instagram at Mr. Mo Hussein, where you will find me putting up stories, fanboying about uh, rappers who mention me and slide into my DMs. And just and being also- a instagram slag basically instagram slag, yeah uh, we're also on twitter and that is at podcast drivel it's backwards but it's also the same so uh, you can find us on twitter as well me and you still don't know how to work a twitter uh, tom does and tom's our third member so i do every time i tweet something i get like i get a notification to say no, what does it say most people don't like these kind of tweets do you still want to post it i'm like oh, <laughs> why don't we- it's my tweet. I don't care if people like it or not. Amazing. Right, yeah. So, uh, so Tom... But what sends... I've noticed, even though he hasn't bought it yet, Twitter seems to be a lot more relaxed now with the tweets, even though he hasn't, Musk hasn't bought it yet. So I'm liking that. I have no idea. Although, um, yeah, I mean, Tom sends our text messages to the world anyway. So uh, he's he's in charge of what, what comes out of the drivel Twitter account, true, true. thankfully, and not, not you, because it just sounds like it just <laughs> caused offence. <laughs> Even the Twitter bots seem to think so. Um, you can email us. I've no idea how you'd email us. I've totally forgotten that. But on every show description, you can find all of our um, contact details. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that. So the only thing left to say is if you enjoyed today's show, didn't enjoy today's show, you listened all the way through, persevered to the end, whatever it is that you did, and you still have not given us a rating, a five-star review, five-star rating, 10 stars, whatever it might be, go and do it. More and more of these podcast platforms give you the opportunity to rate and review. So make sure you do that. It will help get us up whatever charts there are out there and help us grow our listener base, which is exactly what we still want to do. We want to continue growing the show and we can't do that without your support. Uh, and if you've done all of that and you've been a very very good drivel fan um, the last thing you can do is tell somebody else about the show Um, let them know that you enjoyed our 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 drivel and uh, force them to listen to an episode as well you can use threats and whatever else you want to use yes america you can put them hold them to gunpoint um or, or whatever it is you do over that side of the pond to get people to to do what you want but we would very much appreciate it. just don't kill anyone that's a bit too extreme um <laughs> there it is there we go it's the end of our show so i hope you enjoyed it like us support us and do what it is that you normally do and we'd be very much appreciative of that thank you very much and hopefully i'll see you in person next time yes we'll do it in person next time there you go you're back you've managed to figure out how to work your camera oh fucking yeah i don't know zoom i know my camera zoom i don't like <laughs> anyway, no. we will leave it there. All right. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye bye.